You know I am, bro. The comeback toy. Three, two, rock, paper, scissors. Nice Yo, job. I came back. Jeff came out the gate really strong, though, with the, with the rock, paper, scissors. Episode we kind of got episode 20. We kind of got tired of just staring at each other during that long yeah. intro. So we thought, hey, why not play rock, paper, scissors? We were going to have a staring contest, but that only lasted like. Not even an episode, didn't even, we had to cut, we cut it. Yeah, we, cut it. we did it, and it was so awkward staring at it, this beautiful man that we actually had to restart the episode because it was just so awkward. Like, so much it, sexual you could, attention. So Ooh. much, you could like really see how much love I am with this bearded grizzly bear <laughs> of a gentleman. If you, if you would be a grizzly bear if you were into the LGBT too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'd be a bear. I would be. You are a great big teddy bear, and I I'm try. so thankful that you are my buddy, and we do this fun shit I'm together. As well, buddy. Yeah, man. Episode twenty. Wow. Damn, we've been doing this shit for twenty weeks. I think we missed one week because it was a holiday. Yeah, that's it. Wait, what was it? Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. One so, week. Yeah. Wow, it's a long time. For twenty-one weeks, we've been doing this, and we can't thank you guys enough for listening to us. Really appreciate talk it. this weird bullshit and have fun and in. I mean, nobody else shares stories from nightlife like this that nobody. I know. You know what I mean? Like strictly, like in culture, and then Jeff brings in the the uh, the beautiful positive news network in his story time. Some Yelp reviews on the negative side. Yeah, and the fun Yelp reviews because they are fucking hilarious. <laughs> we'll get into those. We get a big episode. Today. Big episode. Big episode. Let's definitely. Do, we'll start with some questions. Questions of the week. Oh, I like questions. They're a great starting point for us to start the show too. It's yeah. like the warm up, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like we're like we're like four logged back. We're like four weeks logged back. So keep sending the questions. Oh, dude. that's sick, yeah. bro. Yeah, well, I got them lined up. Jeff handles a lot of this stuff, and and I'm he. This is his baby, and I'm just the sidekick. I feel like you're not a and sidekick, and I love it. You're a co-host. because he. I get so excited seeing you get excited about doing this podcast. I do get excited. And, and to see my friend happy is a, is a tremendous, beautiful thing. That, it is uh, good and nice to be happy. Yeah. All right. Now, who says he's the crazier things? Here's a question of the week. Does, okay. Does the promoter or the DJ see crazier things? They're, oh, damn, son. That's a really great question. Yeah. And I think, you know, who asked this question? Who? A DJ. I think, you know, who you should ask this question to? A promoter, <laughs> no, but who? <laughs> no, but the person that asked us the question was a DJ. Oh, okay. But you ready for this though? Yeah. It that's like comparing apples to oranges. Do you want to know why? Why? Because what I see is not what a promoter sees. A promoter sees. The real shit that goes on because it's not happening in the club. It's happening at the front door with people that can't get in. Girls getting dragged out because they're drunk. Somebody saying, well, don't you know who I am? Why am I waiting? You don't know who my dad is? That's not crazy. That's normal. <laughs> now you have the bird's eye view from the, the DJ booth. You're like the eagle. You're just like, so, if you scan the room, I'm sure you see some crazy shit. I have a story. Actually, this was one of the craziest things. I have a few. I've definitely seen some crazy shit. I'm not going to tell my craziest ones. I'll tell some crazy ones, but you go ahead. I was like 17, 18, and this was upstate New York, and I was still making it. And there, there's a club on a corner. Shout out to the Ice House, my first DJ gig ever. Is Ice House still around? It, I believe it might be, dude. Is it with Ice House beer? 
We, that was the fucking logo, dude. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they got sued. They're out of there. <laughs> they did. Like, they had all, like, the, the Ice House beer, f- f- uh, of, what like, was swag it? and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. paraphernalia. Would that yeah. be the word? Ca- ca- cardboard cutouts. And they had, like, yeah. the hood of the race car that said Ice House on <laughs> nice. it and shit. Neon oh, signs. It was so awesome. <laughs> well, I'm glad I had that moment there because that curated me and prepped me to to become the DJ that I am it was it was that it was that uh you know stepping stone that got me to to propel me to mm-hmm. the next level um so shout out to the Ice House and, and Drew Peters and everybody that really gave me a shot at this cuz without those guys I would not be doing this shit I'd still be uh in my mom's basement playing <laughs> records so tell me the crazy story. so the craziest story was there's this crazy family that lived next door to the club the whites Basically, like the whites of, of West, West Virginia, Virginia. Yeah. like this hillbilly family, and they would just drive. Like we'd, they had, the bouncers would always have fights with these people, right? Yeah. So one time the guy's like riding his bike and he's coming down. He's got his shirt off and shit, and he's like got his ten. You know, it's like a rusted out ten speed yeah. <laughs> for like nineteen eighty four. Love it. He's like, "Fuck you guys!" And he's giving the finger and he's like, "I'll kill you guys." Da, da, da. He turns the corner. Yeah. Right into a parked car. <laughs> the bouncers ran up on him, beat the <laughs> shit out of him. It was so his his shoe flew up in the air. No, that was this girl that I know. She was walking across the street. She got hit by a car. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's her another shoe story. Flew, <laughs> flew up in the air. Same corner, bro. Same corner. That corner and, stinks. And uh, she was all right. She just took it like a champ and walked away like. Uh, a like, champ. Yeah, she's probably intoxicated. What else? I, what, what else have you seen from the DJ? This booth? was one of my first gigs in New York City. I can't tell you the club because I can't remember. It was like at that time where like GBH or GHB was like kind of like a, a drug drug. It's still a drug drug. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But like it was like people were doing it in like mainstream clubs. Mm-hmm. This girl's just staring at me. She's got her hand like the DJ booth like this. She's right. just standing there like this, watching me DJ, and she just goes. Boom! Hits the floor. Hits the floor <laughs> so hard. She's she sounded like out. this. <laughs> Did she wake up when she hit the floor? Dude, I didn't know what to do because it was like an L-shaped booth like yeah. this, and like the DJ booth was here. So she was standing on the cushions, like looking at me, and yeah. just like saw her eyes roll back around, and just fall, and oh, I just man. go, "Yo, what what do you want me to do, man? I don't know." That's pretty uh-huh. funny. Yeah. I don't really see that much crazy stuff. Uh, has somebody come floor. to the DJ booth and knocked your turntables needle off the turntable? Oh, floor? Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, not crazy. It's just pissed off. That's happened more than one occasion. Yeah, actually, actually, one of my first no, it was at a state. Remember a state that happened one night when I was on stage. They used to pack that stage up. Yeah, they would never have security around me, and this guy kept on hitting the turntable. Was skipping, I was like, bro. Yo, give me some room, man. Give some room, bro. Bro, give me some room, space. So I don't I think that you see some more crazier things, but they're not crazy to you because they're the norm. But if you put a normal person out there, that shit would be crazy. I do not get to see as much crazy stuff as you do. I just got the only reason I saw half the stuff that I saw was because I was outside. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen the craziest the stuff. The outside yeah. element is so crazy. Bananas. So recently, well, not recently, but sometimes when I don't drink at night, you it's even crazier because you you just pay more attention to what's going on, and you can see some of the craziest things Totally. Ever. With people being, with drinking and, and craziness. Yeah, I've seen a lot of. And the title, maybe, maybe. And know what? The entitlement that comes with that, too. Because they, they get them whiskey balls. Maybe I should do a, uh, a segment on craziest things as a, as a VIP host someday. I think that would be. Story great. time. Crazy. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be a celebrity or something. Can yeah, we can do some crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. yeah, I've seen, speaking of shit, I've seen people poop their pants. That's a different story, though. Oh my god, I saw that two weeks ago. You probably we, saw the same person. Where it, real, it, yeah. it was the same person. I don't, I've, it wasn't the first time, but anyways. I know that's what everybody told me that night too. Yeah, that sucks. And she had white pants on. I know. <laughs> so it was the same person. All right, <laughs> next question. How does a DJ or a promoter kick out oh. friends out of the DJ booth for a big event? All right, you and Alessa were DJing last week. 
Yeah, your homie I was with Alesso, yeah. Your homie comes in the DJ booth. Well, he was with you before. Say, we're just hypothetical. Yeah. How do you kick your boy out? That's mad easy. My boys kind of know the yeah. drill already. Same as I think people that we've been in this business long enough where our friends kind of know the situation and they can read it. I've had times where I have friends in the booth that get super intoxicated and it's like I'm trying to do a job and I have to babysit my friends at the same time. And I find that to be very disrespectful to me because I'm trying to perform. Yeah. I mean, I I smell me, dog. Smell me, dog. No, that's what I always do. I'm like, you you stay with me right here. Like, <laughs> not treating my friends as dogs, but stay by my side. I'll introduce your person, whatever you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be that guy. Play your role. Stay in your lane. Know your role, homie. Stay in your lane. That's what it is. I like that. Those are great answers. I think those that are great, great questions. questions. Yeah, I agree. The second question was is it's really cool. easy. No, it was, it, but it's difficult to to. To be that friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, to tell your friend, hey, guy. Um, you know, I sometimes, like, all right, so the other night, um, the guys at Memoir have been pretty strict about having people behind the booth, mm-hmm. which is cool. Now, they're not kicking my friends out, of course. You know, I'm special. But <laughs> when the big talent comes in, if they come with a large crew, obviously, if I'm playing, you know, I could have one person, but I can't have two or three. Right, right. So I have to tell them, listen, yo, you're good here mm-hmm. until Ross or... Rick Ross, or like fifty comes in, then you guys have to just step, right, you know, right. step to the side for a minute. When they're done, you could come back. That's how it used to be in, for me in Atlantic City too. I used to bring people to Atlantic City. Yeah. The booth was a little tight in the VIP table that they usually put the celebrities or the performers at was next to the booth. So my friends would be stuck between the DJ booth and the <laughs> celebrity what, table, yeah. and that's not a good place for them to be. So I said, "Yo, you're good until." The you know the, the talent the comes, talent comes yeah. and then you got to move and right. then when the talent leaves you could you're you're free to do whatever you want right so yeah that's that's basically the way it is so like sick that. questions keep them coming keep in going I'm the promoter he's the DJ DM us yeah DM us on Tuesday we ask the questions so reply to those yeah I always put it up Jeff puts it up and I always read. Insta I mean it wouldn't be retweet it read, it's not read, tweet regram it re, uh, yeah regram it. And uh, I send it to you guys. That's what we do. Can we get a little Yelp review? Woo! Yep. We can get some Yelp review. That is so awkward. Let me do my job, bro. You didn't give me a chance to hit the button, son. Well, because you were hitting this or that. I didn't mean to hit that. I heard it. That's why Nobody I said Nobody knew, though. It's like when I mess up a mix like last night. Nobody knew. I know. Jeff knows because he's a DJ. All right, let's get into these Yelp reviews. It's some of our fans' favorite segment of the show in something that Jeff loves to do because he finds these funny things, and he's amazing at it. So what do we got, Jeff? All right, our first one's from Grace S. Grace S. Grace says, me and my friends went here for New Year's Eve. The bouncers were extremely rude and is very overpriced. The bathroom flooded, and they closed the whole back room. My $14 Long Island iced tea wasn't good at all. The DJ also missed the countdown. <laughs> and after it had already been 12 and everyone cheered, he started a countdown, which was really confusing. <laughs> it was not worth the money, and I, will n- I won't ever go back there. <laughs> well, Grace, there's a few problems with this one. First of all, you should never order a Long Island iced tea because yeah. there's no doubt about that's not going to taste good. There's no such thing as a Long Island iced tea and go, oh my God, that was delicious. That's wrong. There's no such Yo, thing. The only reason you're ordering a Long Island iced tea is because you're trying to get lit. Yeah. Because nobody's drinking, nobody's going, yo, Jeff, we're not going to like Ocean Prime or somewhere like, or, or like a fancy restaurant, Mastro's or whatever it is, and be yeah. like, yo, can I get a Long Island iced tea Never. with my steak? Never. No. Never. That's to get lit. I haven't had a Long Island iced tea since I was 17 years old. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. The, sec- <laughs> the second part of it is the DJ missing the countdown, which is hilarious. Everyone cheering, and then him doing another countdown. That's pretty amazing. That's Yeah, good fam. Sometimes you get to miss those things. Listen, know? guys. When it comes down to like being a DJ and having to have that moment queued up to the point of like uh, even having it. 
to the TV. Sometimes there's a little delay on the TV. Oh, yeah. And it's just like a mess, bro. It's so hard to get that right. I applaud this gentleman. For actually knowing that he fucked up and restarting the countdown yeah. again on his own terms. <laughs> I want to do like 10 countdowns this year. Like an hour to countdown. 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's like, do one like every 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that way, by the time it comes to the point of New Year's, we covered all the bases. Or bro. we drink $14 Long Island STs on it. And $14 for a Long Island ST is, is pretty inexpensive. Yeah, no shit. I mean,. I think any of the venues that I've ever went to, I've That's never got a twenty dollar drink. drink yeah. I never even got a regular drink under like eighteen dollars. Like You've never years. paid for a drink. That I you never did pay for drink. Stop. <laughs> I don't. Not Do you know the prices the of, of bottles? No, I don't. It's so. Hard. Speaking of which, sorry to go. No, it's not on topic. It's on topic, dude. For me to go to a place and actually have to buy a drink is so difficult for me because I've been doing this for twenty three years. Yeah. And I'm and I've never had to pay for a drink ever. Yeah, I know. And, and I'm not an alcoholic, which is great. And I'm I'm, I'm really proud of. Well, that. you wouldn't be doing it 20 years if you were an alcoholic. <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't last that long. No. So we got another one from Jenny C. What Ooh. did Jenny C. have to say, bro? I'm so unhappy. I paid forty dollars for a ticket in Memorial Madness. What's Memorial Madness? We're not sure yet. Okay. I arrived at 10:10 10 p.m. and it's almost 13. Uh, I don't know what 13 is And I'm still in the line I see the people on the guest list walking in This is so unfair I want my money back Bounces are so unfair They are not respecting the line I don't know Jenny I don't know Jenny Jenny I don't, I don't know what 13 is Is 13 1am? No, yeah. no but Military time Is 1pm would be 13 Yeah 1pm would be 13 Jenny doesn't know what time it is Jenny don't Jenny's definitely not from the block Jenny is not from the block. <laughs> Jenny's still sitting on the block trying to get in. Yeah. Jenny Jenny's still unhappy. Yo, shout out to all the bouncers out there. Yeah. It seems like they're getting beat up in some of these things, and it's not fair. I think it's th not you the know what? Yeah, it's not their fault. I gotta tell you a secret about bouncers. I feel as though bouncers get all the girls. They always like everybody always says DJs and promoters get all the girls. You know who gets all the girls? The bouncers, bro. Agreed. They get they have the most interaction with those with the females promoters too but yeah i agreed i have zero <laughs> interaction <laughs> i'm working man i'm trying i put my job first and i've always done that and i and i think that's Good. the greatest way to be because dude if i'm there to like get laid like that means i'm not doing my job right bro and i would have made it this go back to the ice house go i'd be back at the ice house <laughs> i think i still have a job offer there <laughs> nice we got a final one let's go lewis g dude this guy's hat is killer by the way i know we won't show it but yeah. yes wow this, this, by the looks of this guy i can't wait for yeah. this yelp review it's a long one wow this place is horrible <laughs> i've been wanting to check it out for a few weeks before i went last night Friday night It was packed But the DJ was playing Very bad Latin music First of all we're, We'll pause that for a second Alright I, I, I never heard Any bad Latin music Ever Like <laughs> I mean Macarena Like ten times in a row Oh my god I got a request last night For Mambo number five Did you play it? I, I didn't have it sir <laughs> But I wasn't gonna play I was like playing Trap hip hop At the moment And it immediately Made me think of you <laughs> Thanks, but not no for real. Like Latin music could be bad song, but the the the, the I guess the energy row, yeah. is like always good. About seven, no, not seven or eight. We didn't get that. So part. about seven or eight horrible songs in a row. Boo, boo. <laughs> at a at a time <laughs> nobody was dancing. I can't stand nightclubs where people don't dance because the DJ is so bad. <laughs> this is definitely one of those places. I don't mind Latin music, but it makes, but it better make the people dance, or you're not doing your job as a DJ. Second paragraph. Also, they were dropping like napkins or some weird paper from the ceiling every couple of minutes. I guess as some kind of effect. But the napkins were getting stuck to people's shoes. So they were walking around like they had toilet paper <laughs> stuck to the shoe. Very strange. I don't very really understand the napkins falling from the ceiling thing. Let me interject on that. It's called confetti. 
and they sprayed up through the cannons a lot through CO2. Either that or like when I DJ in Jersey a lot, they'll take the napkins off the bar and, and throw, throw them up yeah. in the air. So that. if the DJ was so bad and nobody was dancing, there's a lot of things that made it seem like people were having a good time. People were popping Regardless off, yeah. if it was confetti or napkins. <laughs> Imagine being like a terrible eight songs in a row and somebody shoots off a confetti cannon. <laughs> this is something exactly my therapist says. Who cares if this one guy's not having fun? You know what I mean? Like my therapist goes, you can't please everybody when you're DJing. Very true. Shout out my therapist. <laughs> All right. It was a $30 cover per person. That's a lot of money to pay for bad music and napkins. <laughs> I bought a few drinks for $14 each. Imagine Still, good I, price. I wonder, I wonder. I'll take two. I wonder if he's hanging with uh, with, Jenny, Gr- with, Grace, it, Gr- with Grace. Was it Grace? Yeah, yeah he's probably <laughs> drinking Lion too. Drinks in small cups with not that much alcohol. Bartender was hot. Maybe that's what I paid for. <laughs> we left Most after likely. we left after about an hour. It's too loud to talk to people and nobody's dancing. Pointless pointless and overly expensive. My search for good music and dancing in Boston continues. Well, <laughs> my friend, by the looks of you, you're gonna have a hard time finding a good time because that I think you're having a hard time finding a good time within yourself, sir. Maybe you need therapy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it looks like everybody was partying around this dude. Confetti cannons going off, people throwing it napkins. The party pooper. Party pooper. Party pooper. He was the Debbie Downer of the Latin party. Louis, little did he know he went to a Latin party. Louis G, the Debbie Downer. <laughs> One time. Always a very entertainment segment. Shout out Jeff yeah. London. Jeff London underscore. I'm getting this shit down pretty good now. Episode 20. I haven't had yeah. no fibs yet. I'm, well, except for this or that, I almost hit by accident. Yeah. Because I got a fat thumb. Shout <laughs> out your fat thumb. Shout out my fat thumb. On, I'm the promoter. He's the DJ. We got a special guest today. Interview. My guy. My friend for over a decade. From Geneva, New York. I couldn't be more grateful to have him in my life. (laughs) The co-founder and lead vocalist of the band Jim Classieros. A man with limitless talent. That's for sure. Timeless hits. Cupid's Chokehold. Billionaire. Stereo Hearts. And the latest hit, Spoonful of Cinnamon. Yes. A man who my co-host Jason spent many tour buses with. Yes. We welcome... Travi McCoy. One time, Travi McCoy. Welcome to the podcast, fam. Thank you so much for your time. The new record is fire. We are so excited. Fuck Baskin. That's it, man. (laughs) That's it. I'm so glad you're here, brother. And uh, we're so thankful that you could be a part of our 20th episode. Yes. And Travi's not only a friend of mine, but he's also a fan of the show and has been watching it and has been like, yo, what are you going to have me on? And I had to wait for the right moment. We had to make it a celebration, Celebration. Bitches. It's a celebration. It's a 20th celebration, episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Celebration, yeah. bitches. Right. So we're going to play a game. It's called Word Association. Jeff it. and I will give you a word, and you run with it. Let's go, Jeff. All right. Let's go. So Geneva, New York, an hour to Syracuse, New York. What is Syracuse native? Carl Butchner mean to you? Earth, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry? What does Carl Butchner mean to you? Earth Crisis lead Carl singer. Butchner? Oh, shit. I, I, was about to, I was about to say Earth, Earth Crisis. And Hellfest and fucking... What was that venue in Syracuse that... Landmark the Theater? I don't know. At? No, no, no. no. There's, a, <laughs> there's a tiny-ass venue in Syracuse. They had all the hardcore shows at. They, they shut it down, though, but... Fucking Earth Crisis, Snapcase, yep. all the motherfuckers. Wow. So is Damn, that what you used man. to listen to when you were growing up? Or? Oh, I mean, all that. Oh, still listen to it. Yeah. Shout, still listen to it. Shout out to Carl, too. Like, But here's the thing. I was I was the only, I was the only, uh, basically the only black, non-straight-edge kid there smoking cigarettes in the parking oh, lot. Oh, straight-edge, yeah. But, yeah. I, but I, I, was, I was wild ready for anybody to step to me, like. But, I mean, these 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 are like hardline straight edge kids that like they'll beat you up if they see you drinking or smoking. I'm like, right. test me, motherfucker. I'm well, I, I don't think it helps. I think your six foot something stature doesn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that mean, probably worked to like your that. advantage. Okay. <laughs> I've been I've been six foot five since I was in third grade. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I love that. Like say something. Say something. <laughs> Go ahead. I dare you. I've been smoking since I was seven, <laughs> son. That is. 
Yeah, so, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's amazing. Actually, Travi and I had to Lots do, do uh, Travis just influenced the music so amazing, and we had to sit down and prepare a set for him to DJ an emo night oh, emo at the night. Brooklyn yeah, yeah. at the Brooklyn no, warehouse or no, it was in um. No, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, was, um, a, it was in Brooklyn. Oh shit, was the name Mirage? of it? No, this venue's sick. It was like an old factory. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Dope. It was dope. And we did a, we made a post Malone uh, blend over. Oh uh, my god, Coheed Cambria. Coheed Cambria, yeah, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> dinner, 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 yo, the hardest shit ever, and and to this day, like. I just found that, I'll by the way. I, I just I'll play that shit for people, and they're just like, "How the fuck?" I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, these, live wires connect. Yo, like, it's crazy, yo. Those emo nights are so crazy. It was fun making that mix. Like it was good, so man. It was fun. I put you up on a lot of shit too. Yeah, cause that I didn't know a lot of that shit. I'm yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. He always puts <laughs> me on a trip. Trav's always been a good person to be put on to new shit. And he's always had his ear somewhere mm-hmm. totally different than his actual creative style. So he uses all, all those elements outside the universe yeah, yeah. to bring him in to create his own style, which I, I is amazing and it's great. So, having to be in a wheelchair means what to you? Uh, oxycontin. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dead ass. Like just a quick, just a quick story. I, I don't want to keep you guys, but you can um, keep us all day, <laughs> bro. I fucking like. It's a crazy story, but I was in art school in Utica, New York, and uh, a friend of mine OD'd, so I had to go back home for the funeral. And when I got back, all, like, I mean, all my friends are just all fucking gutter punks, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're from upstate. It's rough, yeah. Yeah. So when I got back home, they were all fucking shit-faced, like, you know what I mean? Crying. Yeah. And they're like, yo, let's go to this party. And I knew... As soon as they said party, I'm like, I know, I knew exactly what they were talking about. It was a frat house down the street, and I'm like, yo, it's not gonna work out well. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, we're all in our feelings. You know what I'm saying? So we ended up going, right? And uh, fucking, bruh, like, so <laughs> I, I go upstairs for like five minutes, like talking to this girl, and I hear all hell breaking loose downstairs. I was like, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. And I go downstairs, there's a full on fucking Full on brawl, you know what I'm saying? Yep, small town, egos, yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? So listen to this shit. So fucking, I I go downstairs, and uh, there was a tray full of jello shots, so I just started crushing them. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yo, it's going down. It's going down, so I got to get hyped, you know what I mean? So I'm crushing jello shots. So I got mouth, I'm like. Just shoot, (laughs) not even, yeah, just all up in I'm like, who want it? Mouth full of jello. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so I look across the room and my homegirl Kathy, like, she like, notice she's beautiful, but she she kind of looks like a dude. She's a lesbian. She looks like a dude, kind of. And some dude like hit her in the face, and I saw that shit. And bro, like, oh man, I spit, I yo, I spit, I spit the Jello shots out. Jumped across the fucking room, grabbed a cue ball, and I hit this motherfucker <laughs> as hard as I could. No. Uh, like, yo, grab a cue ball off the table and smack the shit out this motherfucker, right? <laughs> but, like, I, as I followed through, there yeah. was beer all over the floor, so I slipped. Uh, and when I when I landed on my back, yo, my foot was up here. Oh, uh, he did a Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, my shit popped out to the side. Uh, so I'm like, here, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, so, like. Now I'm getting, I'm, I'm on the ground getting stomped out. Like they stomping the shit out of me. Like, and then my, oh, my homies, man. like, they're pulling me out. I'm still getting kicked and shit. Like, but, um, so anyways, they brought me to the hospital and they're like, uh, you've been drinking, so we can't give you any painkillers, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, um, I ended up in the hospital or I had to go to, I had to go to the fucking funeral on crutches and my fuck with my knee. The size of a fucking wow. softball. It was disgusting. I had to go to the Ugh. funeral like that. And then I uh, had to get surgery uh, uh, like a week or so later and ended up in ended up in a wheelchair for eight months. Wow. With a fucking cast. With a cast from my ankle to my to the top of my thigh. Damn. Worse. So wow. Whenever I, hear, whenever I hear wheelchair, I just yeah. think about that. And then they put me on Oxycontin, which started a whole fucking downward spiral wow. you know what i'm saying and and 
So, like, whenever I see a wheelchair or yeah, I hear you're like PTSD, almost like, right? Absolutely, bro. Like, it's like the world. The World Wide Web. The World Wide Web spun it a little different. They said that you got in a skateboarding accident, and they said during the skateboarding accident, while you were in the wheelchair, you you didn't you couldn't go outside, so you developed a love for music. That's how the the World Wide oh, Web spun wow. it. But That's I like I like I like. <laughs> I actually they knew this say, story. They also they, they also say that my birthday is the fifth, but it's the sixth. So it is what it, it is. What it is you know All right, the next one we got, Fat Beats. Mm-hmm. Fat Beats. Oh my God! Come on, Percy P. Yep. First thing, first thing that pops in my mind is Percy P. Yeah. Fucking nonfiction. Wow. Yeah, nonfiction. DJ I still Eclipse. play that. DJ Eclipse. Cage. Cage. Fucking. But beyond that, like taking trips down. So, you know, I'll get on the Greyhound and go down to Fat Beats and, mm-hmm. and get records. West Village, yeah. And, and mixtapes, yeah, yeah. And bring them back just, and be like, ah, you ain't got this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd make, I, I make mixtapes for all my friends, all, all the homies, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I think like Cypher Sounds used to work there, too. Yeah, yeah, bro, I, I, never, I never met Cypher there, but I mean, I, I bumped into Eclipse. And, like, matter oh, fact, he was like, always, Eclipse was always there. He was yeah. always there. Always there. And um, he uh, actually... He has, I think he has a podcast or a radio show. No, with the, Riz. What's it called? Uh, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's with it's Riz. Called, um, it's it's yeah, Eclipse he, and he, DJ Riz, yeah. So when when we found each other on Instagram, he he, he sent me a, a hoodie. And, bro, I rock that shit all the time. But Dope. It, it, it's just such a fucking, that whole era was so fly to me. Like, like you know what I mean? Especially, like, being, like, you know, like, like, like fucking taking the time to i mean i think i think that the ticket was like it was like 14 or 15 dollars mm-hmm. yeah like from geneva to, to new york but the shit took hella long it was like a five hour trip hello 10 hour trip back and forth yeah you know what i mean like rap so, is out of control is the name of the show yeah with Riz. rap is out of control yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. exactly shout out to dj the clips for the hoodie man yeah i'm really um, yep. yeah bro, that's, like, that's like, dope but the, bro I, I i i remember percy p outside Selling mixtapes and freestyling for hours. I met uh, Lord Sear in 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 fat at Fat Beats. Um, it was just like a little epic like hangout oh joint, dude. You never it, it, you'd it, go there, you'd never know who you're gonna mecca. run into. Yeah, never. It was like the mecca of underground hip hop. Oh, it's so you know missed. Like, big time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely. was a vibe, man. For for real. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Bobito too. Like, yeah, shout out Bobito. Yeah, remember, man. Remember Bobito when he had the shoe store. For a while too. Yeah, yeah, called, that uh, didn't last long though. I don't remember what it was. No, no, I forgot the name of it. And then uh, you know, the, all the fi- they had final them records and shit. They put out all the dope, 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 super underground vinyl. Like, man, actually, I met, I met Sir, I, I met, I met Sir Menelik there too, way back in the day. I thought you were gonna say way Sir Mix a lot. <laughs> Me too. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, nah. You ain't gonna find Sir Mix a lot of fat. Now nah, he in That's Seattle yeah. chilling. He's with fat booties, not fat beats. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for real. And fat booties. So daddy get get that cash. Mm. Listen. Yes. My my first I can't even say fifteen. I wanna say my first three seconds of fame ever. Like ever. So <laughs> <laughs> This is great, right? Yo. This shit is crazy. Yo. Fuck, you guys definitely did your homework, bro. Like, this is weird. So, anyways, I uh, we're like being trying to be like Nardwar over here. <laughs> Actually, Travi put me onto Nardwar. Nardwar. Yo, that motherfucker. Yo, he he'll find out some shit about you that the FBI <laughs> that even know your mother didn't even know about you. Bro, like, for real, like. <laughs> You know, I started jerking off when I was two. You yeah, know yeah. What I'm well, like, here's a plastic pussy that I got for you. Because <laughs> he always has gifts. If you don't know, Nardwar always, always has always. these uh, questions for these artists, and he has gifts that go right. with them. So, you know, and, but you see their faces, and they're just right. like, "How in the fuck do you?" Yeah, know they just draw like, exactly. So this, so this daddy get daddy get that cash shit. So I mean, always big fan of the locks and um. We uh we signed with a manager, Jim Class Hero signed with a manager that that uh, our our original guitarist was going to, to cop, he was going to school with, and dude totally fu- total douchebag like fucking complete douchebag, <laughs> and uh, 
So, but somehow he finagled this, this, this way to remember the show Direct Effect on MTV. Yeah, well, that we was co- got, that, we got that's that coming, coming up, up next. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You can go into it. You can go into right, it. Go into so, it. Go into so, it. Right, yeah, so that was Lala, the next thing. That was yeah. the next question. Yeah. Uh, Clue and Lala directed, or they hosted Direct Effect, but for some re- for some reason, um, I got they picked me to to do this battle with some dude named the I think his name was the. Not the professional. It was the the professor. Wait, it was some bullshit. I, re- I think it was the Not professor, the something like that. I've been trying to look for this footage, by the way, for a long time. Yo, I have two. I can't bro, find I'm it. I'm actually like, yo, I, Let's I, I, I've Lala's had, from here. I Let's hit up Lala. See if we can get it. Oh my god, she looks so yo, good in the new get show. It. We gotta get it, bro. Like it was hilarious. Yo, I dug into this dude. Oh, his name was a specialist. The, the specialist. specialist. And yo, and he was like, yeah, I'm from Philly. Blah blah blah. But he was from Reading, and I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> Yo, that's not even close. It was nowhere near Philly, so like, I, <laughs> that's like what? you claim in New York City and you Is live in it? Geneva. From Geneva, exactly. <laughs> uh, yo, I so I clown like so I'm battling him. I clown clown the shit out of him about that. I'm like, bro, you ain't from Reading, or you ain't from Philly, you from Reading, like, bro, I know the. Fuck how did you I find that information prior to the freestyle? Well, because I I knew how far Reading from Philly was. Well, well, he said, he, you know. Yo, what up? I'm the specialist. I'm from Philadelphia, blah, blah. And then when they interviewed him, he was like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm uh, saying? I'm from Reading. You caught he that. He was like, yeah, I'm from Reading. And I'm like... You came in battle prepared. Yes. Yeah, you just said you was from Philly, but you from Reading, bro. That's, that's, He's like, I got ammunition, son. <laughs> yeah, bro. But be, so, peep this. So, I, yo, I smashed this kid. Like, I I don't, I don't remember. I, re, I remember the last line I said. It was something like, um, I said something like, I said, oh yeah, after I said the, after I said the, uh, after I, I got at him about claiming it's Philly, but being from Reading, yeah. I said, yo, I, I said, I, I just exposed your X-Files like Fox Mulder. <laughs> I'm all for Ninja, I said, I'm all for Ninja, Ninja Turtles combined, you just a foot soldier. Yo, yo style, the fact yo, that you remember style, that right shit now. is insane, son. Yo, Styles P ran around a whole beach, a whole boardwalk, like, what the Oh, that's yo, amazing. Yo, it was crazy. And then get this though. So, so I won the battle, and my prize was I got a cameo in Styles P's video for Daddy Get That Cash. <laughs> so you don't they, get a record deal or anything. You just get no, to no, stand get in the a background. Cameo, a cameo. So, so, <laughs> yo, so they they flew me down. You know what I mean? They did like a lot of like BTS shit, like behind the scenes shit for the video. But I swear in my hand to God, bro, if you sneeze, you will miss me. In that <laughs> That's crazy. That's like, awesome. And I, yo, yo, I was like, yo, and, and when it aired, I was like, yo, I had all my friends at the crib. I was like, yo, shit's about to be crazy. About to be crazy. Yeah. 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 He had a premiere yo, party in his house. And, and then, yo, and then literally, when I come up, all you see is me go, going like this. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm like, That's I'm looking cool. up. This, some dude's like throwing like. So the whole the, the the whole concept of the video is it, it traces this dollar bill around like you know where like it goes from a, like a like a drug like a drug dealer's hands to the bodega to some crazy guy who's oh it's like, like Nas's I got a gun shit yeah yeah, yeah. exactly exactly Follow the life so, of a dollar same, bill yeah, instead yeah. of a gun same shit yeah, same shit so so when this dude's throwing all his money off the off the fucking off his his balcony I'm standing there like this so like. That's all you see me. <laughs> you don't even see you don't even see my face. You don't even see my face. My face is covered like this, like, bro. I, yo, I was, bro. I had to look around, like, damn, like, yo, I was so sad. I was so sad, like. Oh my god, bro, you're like, mom is so mind. proud of you too, and shit. You're like, yo, bro, it was the saddest shit ever, bro. Oh, I'm like, I'd like to think I made up for it. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah, you did make up for like, it. So that's amazing. So what? WXSS Milwaukee. Oh my God! Duck basically gave us a career. Like wow, wow, that's crazy. Basically gave Jim Class Heroes a career. Like they were the first. What did they play first? Uh, Cuba's chokehold. Cuba, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like so they they play Cuba's chokehold. How did they get a hold of it? it? I have no idea. I have no fucking idea. And. People started calling That's in, calling in, and, and I guess back then, you know, radio was crazy back then. So, right. So people started picking up, like, damn, like. It was a catchy record, yeah. They're getting a lot of plays, blah, blah. 
Next thing you know, we get added a kiss. We get add all, wow. added to all these fucking crit. I'm like, and it all started from Milwaukee, man. Like, and I got to give the biggest, biggest, hugest shout outs to Milwaukee. Only thing I don't like about, about Milwaukee is playing at the rave. I love the rave. I love. I energy. love the rave too. But the basement's the right best part of the rave. No, that's the scariest part of the motherfucker. <laughs> but what's even scarier is right across the street is the Dahmer's. hotel where Jeffy Dahmer. Yep. Yeah, no way. Dahmer. Yeah, dude. We used to play yeah. there a lot. Yeah, right dude. across the street. Yeah. Yep. Do they right do they tear the it down or somebody still live no, there? No, it's still there and it's still the same. It's, I think it's yep. the same name. Yep. Oh, it's, it's crazy, called the, uh, bro. It's called the, I don't remember what it's called. That's my stuff. the... The the con not that not the continental something something along those lines but that's crazy. Yo, so the rave is actually a huge Masonic temple. Yeah, it, yo, like like big, mad rooms, big, right? Fucking, yo, like limelight. Fucking no, it's bigger than the limelight. Masonic. It's big eagle like piled into the. <laughs> yo, there's floor, some shit went down in there. Masonic, yo. Some shit went down in that motherfucker. Yeah. And in the basement, they say it's yep. like haunted as fuck. You, if you tip yo, over like, a chair, it'll like flip back uh, over. Uh, and like, there's a pool, there's a pool down there and shit. All the artists go down there. It's crazy. But but I will say this, yo, the rave takes care of their fucking artists. Bro. They do. They were always they great, up, like, bro. Like the remember the fuck they'd have all the fucking drapes and like it was yeah. like. It was like walking into a fucking party in the in the fucking sixties, you know what I'm saying? My favorite burn, like mad Oh yeah, they had like, that weird room in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like yeah, a trippy absolutely. room. Well when you're on tour, Yo, shit so starts trippy. to fall together. Because my favorite backstage back green room was probably Norfolk. Virginia, I forgot the national. I think the it was Norva. the Norva. The Norva, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a, Norva, Norva's flat. They had oh, bro. You get the you get the fucking jacuzzi. Yep. What? Yeah, yeah, dude. What? Norva's the shit. <laughs> yeah. the shit. And they have a basketball yo, court, fucking tennis ball, yo, like everything. Fam, dude. I'll tell you this shit though. We played a spot in uh, it was either Vermont or Maine, and bro, like I've never been. I've never felt more. Appreciated in my fucking life. Like shout out to Nor uh, shout out to Norva. Shout out to fucking the rave for taking care of us. But this place we played in, I think it was, I think it was Vermont. And bro, they had a heated pool. Damn. They had fucking a hill. They had fucking tricycles for us to ride. <laughs> That's fire. Like bro, they had anything a kid could, like a grown ass kid could want for you. Like. I was like, fuck, I don't want to play the show no more. I just want no, to just chill. Want to backstage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we usually go back Bro. to the bus sometimes, you know, in normal like that. All, I don't know this day. many, though. All day. You play the show and get back. You get yeah. get back on the bus and get your fucking sweaty clothes off and fucking yep. chill in your drawers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. But this place had a heated pool with a fucking bar at the end, bro. Like, it was That's crazy. Like, What's Todd? Yo, Toad's place too. They had the jacuzzi in the dressing room, but they said Bill Clinton. I mean George Clinton is the one that broke it. He's the last person in <laughs> it, it with like seven girls. Now, he was no, nah, he was trying to he was trying to find a fuck something to make a crack pipe with. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out George Clinton, the P fuck one time. Yeah, that shit that shit that shit is keeping his heart beating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bernie Allen, bro. Oh man, stop. Shout out. Yeah, so. First and foremost, uh, uh, let me tell you what Bernie Allen means. So, and I, I don't no even idea. think I know what Bernie Allen means. I can't remember. So I'm explaining to you. So, you know, like when like, it's it's like when you when you when you, when you fucking when you fucking like go in on somebody, like like you know you can play the dozens, like when you fucking just clowning somebody. So like, oh, you got burned. You know what I'm saying? So like back in the days, my man Cy, shout out to Cy one, yeah, my brother. He, uh, his dad said back in the day, like, like if somebody clowns your mom, like, yo, your mom got three titties and a fucking dick on her back. It was like the like, mama oh, jokes here, you your mama Bernie, jokes. Bernie Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Allen. So, so that, like, so Bernie Allen's my is one of my side projects that that I I I, I do with side one. Yep. And our the 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 whole name and the name came from, you know, the ex explanation his dad gave us, but it was like, fuck it, we gonna. We gonna fucking burn the whole fucking music, like the whole. I like that. Rap. I like that. Yeah. You know what I'm so like, um, but, but then we found out later that there was a big old baseball player named Bernie Allen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He started using, started using his face and shit too. But That's funny. Bernie Allen just means like you burning the shit out of somebody. Like That's yo, dope. like you just 
shitting all over everybody. That's yeah, like that. It's amazing. It's like that growing up childhood shit, and yeah. you just cross over and create it and keep it as your art, dude. Now, what's what, what's schlep rock mean then? Schlep rock. So listen to this. So that 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 was my rap name. No. And, and you know what? When you did the when you did direct I, effect, I was it, it that? Was, was yeah. your oh, rap no, name oh, yeah, on direct? Schlep rock, schlep, schlep rock the bad luck woodchuck. That was my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, there yeah. it is, the woodchuck. Yeah, that's fire. Son. And 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 side one was Gray Squirrel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's was, fire. Shout out to shout out to Gray Squirrel. But so so Schlep Rock was so you know what I mean? Like when I started rapping, I was like, damn, I gotta come up with a name, blah blah. And early on, I used to use my graffiti. I, I I've been writing graffiti since I was like fucking six. You know what I mean? And my 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 tech like my tag is dep one so i used to i used to go by dep one or depo whatever and i was like no nah, i need i need a i need a doper a rap name and schlep rock was actually um he was a character on um you remember the flintstones obviously of course, of course yeah so so when pebbles and bam bam grew up they had the pebbles and bam bam show i don't remember so it was one. like yeah yeah see so you should, cause you way older than me, you old motherfucker. Anyway, but um, I'm 27 so on the show, son. <laughs> Nigga, his son is older than me. <laughs> uh, edit that. Edit that part out. Cut. 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 He just got Bernie Allen. <laughs> he just got Bernie yeah, Allen. Yeah. He got Bernie uh, Allen. Uh, fire. Anyway. I'll take it on the show. So man. listen. So listen. So listen. So they came out with a show later on, like a spinoff of the Flintstones, when when Pebbles and Bam Bam grew up. It was called the Pebbles and Bam Bam Show. And there was a character on the show named Schlep Rock. And wherever he went, there was a gray cloud over his head. Oh, I remember that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had had a big hat with the the tiger stripes, gray and black stripes. And he would walk by flowers and it wilt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like Debbie Downer of the neighborhood. Debbie Downer. Exactly. So, like, that shit was so synonymous with my life at the time. You know what I mean? I was like, the perfect name. I'm like, I'm Schlep Rock the Bad Luck Woodchuck. I love it. That's so fun. That's so good. Like, and but it ain't going nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Slap like box back. Slap box back. Bernie and, Ber- and and just and just to put it out there, Bernie Allen too is definitely in full effect. That's I what like I that. heard. Word on the street is so. I had this question. I have to take credit for this one because we also do a segment on the show, and we either with our guests we either do word association or you pick this or that. And I okay. wanted to give you this or that because I know it's gonna fuck you so bad. This Pause. Or that. Yeah, it's oh, actually yeah. what we play for the theme song. You ready? Don't get me in trouble, though. Don't get me in trouble. I'm no, not. No, no. Prince or Prince Hall and Oates? Get the. F- oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Why would you do that? To- why, why would you do that? <laughs> you, gotta pick, you gotta pick you one. Gotta pick you one. gotta pick one. I, yo, I, I would literally fucking. I would literally. Cut my wrist the right way <laughs> if I had to pick one, either or, bro. Like, wow. Well, the, first of all, when I mean the right way, when I mean the right way, I mean like the, the long way. Ain't our first rodeo. <laughs> so basically, not only does Travi have Hall and Oats on yeah. his hands, he's got a a, a a kitchen that is dedicated to Prince, and it's a whole my purple entire, kitchen. My whole entire kitchen is purple. And I love that. Prince. Paraphernalia all over, like like. I won't do that to you then. All right, we won't do yeah. that. All right, all right. All right. Well, well f- but if I had, it, it, I, I I have to pick Prince. I just got. I'll put it out there. Wow, he did. He did. We got one. Yeah. Ah, damn, son. <laughs> I'm telling him. Daryl all. <laughs> I'm gonna go see him in Mansfield, I Massachusetts. Uh, I love how I love him to death, but it's like, bro, like his story is so so. Yeah. Prince's stories, story, yeah. 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 You know, be, being biracial and, and growing yeah. up, you know what I mean, like with alcohol, like, you know, alcohol appearance or whatever, yeah. like, bro, like, like that's, sh- like, I don't know Daryl and John's story like I know Prince's story. Right. No, yo, you can relate to, to, to Prince a lot more than you can. A lot Darryl. more. A lot but more on a music person, level, yeah. Daryl Hall and John Oates are super amazing, too. All right, I got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. He's got one. Go. Spoonful of cinnamon. This word association? It is word yeah, association. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, we're spoofing. This. Okay, so it's obviously my my latest single. But right, shout out to the new record. Yeah, get that. Yep, I appreciate. It. But <laughs> it uh, the title came from the fucking the the cinnamon challenge. You know, like it's it's basically impossible to fucking have a spoonful. Swallow of cinnamon. a spoonful. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. Like you can't do it. Right. And if you can, like you're a G. A de- you're a demon. You're yeah. A demon. Like. You can't swallow a spoonful. It's, it's basically impossible. But um, the the reason for the title was because I felt like, bro, like I, I couldn't catch a break in 2020. And, and I, I, I'm still not catching, bro. Like I I, I just, uh, two of my best friends in Miami just lost their mother. You know what I'm saying? Is Like I, I think I've gone to at least, at least fucking... 15 funerals in the past oh, year and a half. You know what I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. It's just been crazy, man. But yeah, Spoonfield Cinnamon is just like, just like, I couldn't pick a better title just because, like, I, I felt like fucking 2020 was like mm-hmm. me trying to fucking breathe, like, trying to breathe and, and, and keep up with. You know, a pandemic. I never, I never even thought in a million years we'd see some shit like Hell the Black no. Plague. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in a million years, like or or have to deal with it. And I, I remember in the beginning. I mean, I'm sure you guys do do too. Like when we were ma- wearing masks and gloves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was at like, the beginning you know, when we didn't know where this shit was coming right, from. Yeah, uh, I would not leave the house like that. And if I had to, I had pl- I had fucking rubber gloves on, a mask, a fucking yeah, yeah I know how bandana yeah. over my mask. Like yeah. I was not fucking around. And and uh, but yeah, like that single, and yo, yeah, that single means a lot to me, man. And and to put that out first. Uh, you know, I, I haven't put a single out in ten years, so to put that out first, mm-hmm. um, I think it definitely let people know, like, hey, this motherfucker has been on his shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, I, I took some time off, some well needed time off, but um, came back with the flames. You know, I what like saying? that. And yeah, you did. I think you're in a great place right now, and, well, very, well, and I'm very proud of you on a personal level. So. Well, even more on just the song, I thought the visual was very powerful. Wait, 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 hold on. I got to see the video before Travi released it. Yo, this motherfucker hit me back, like, yo, like, he's like, I'm I'm, I'm in tears. Yo, it's hard to watch that video. It's really hard. And I think Travi, because Travi and I always have this conversation about music and shit. Like, I respect Travi and artists like him. Because I can relate to it even though I can't. If I couldn't personally, I could still relate in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Because I appreciate the vulnerability of an artist on a track. And I feel like right now, a lot of music's losing that vulnerability and it's not real. I think it's been lost. It's it's hard to connect with an artist. I I mean, even Mm -hmm. just from the the visual, not only the visuals, but like things that you were wearing. You know, the Frederick Douglass t-shirt to... You know, to being on the cement, the pavement, and looking up the sweat. You know, everything like that. It's a very, very powerful visual. So, I, that, I think people should not only check out the song, get yeah, the song. But We're gonna put a link probably at the bottom but of the But a hundred percent, Check out the visual. It's very powerful visual. I appreciate it. I, yeah. I, I actually wrote the treatment for that video, man. Like that's like my first, the first video I've ever, I've ever directed. Well, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, it is you amazing. Did your thing, man. So, shout, so, out to De- shout out to Rage, my man Dale. He he killed it too. He crushed it. But um, yeah, it, it, it was it was hard. Like I had my 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 my, my fiance was on set, and there was t- parts where the, where the cops were fucking me up, and she was like, I she she's like, I can't look at this. I can't right. see. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, like, it's too, it's real. too real. Yeah, because yeah, it could really fucking happen. Absolutely. I, I mean, and it and it could have happened to me on on a few occasions that I won't speak on, but it it definitely could have happened on yeah. some real shit, like. But so this is, is this has been amazing, amazing. Thank you for your time, my, my what, brother. What, for sure. what can we expect? Oh, what can we expect next? We're going, we're going on spoonful of cinnamon right now. The visuals, yeah. you got to check out more music coming up. Absolutely, he's got I so much it. in the bag. I, I, I like it. Oh my god, too much in the bag. <laughs> I like so, it. He's got like three I, albums I, I, finished. I, yeah, at, at least, at least, and, and I, I can't get too deep into it, but Understood. I will say. Um, I will say the 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 next single is uh, is definitely a lot a lot more lighthearted, and um, you guys are gonna fucking love it. I can't like wait. If you're, 
If you if you if you ever seen the movie ATL, yes. or Roll Bounce with Bow Wow, yep. yeah, my favorite. You mix, you mix that with uh, Warm Bodies about that zombie. Look, oh, that movie was kid. dope. Yeah, I like that yeah. movie. And then you and then you mix that with the Warriors. Warriors. That's, be, that's 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 the, that's the next single. Like, so, I love it. So, Try to put all that shit in your in your brain, and and, and that's it's, the next but song. that's exactly what the three of us are. We could yes. relate to that because our brains work like that. We exactly. like to interject exactly. three different crazy things into one. Absolutely, that's or what five. keeps it fun for us, five. man. We don't want to just five. stick to a box, bro. No way. So episode twenty, episode this is a 20. legendary. And we get the legendary Travi McCoy on here. One of my closest oh, friends, one of my best I friends. I can't thank you and enough I'm, for taking the time yeah, out. Man. I really appreciate love, you. Love, love. Um, no, thank it's you not. so much. Um, and hopefully we'll have you on again. Or maybe we can we'll see him. him in person. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, oh, we're going to make that happen. Let's yes, do let's do it. Yeah. Travi, thank you so much. I Trav, really appreciate you, it. Thank you so much, man. From, What's up, I'm the promoter. McCoy. He's the DJ yeah. with Travi McCoy. It's it's the entertainment section with Jason. It's the entertainment section with Jason. So, fellas. <laughs> Gather around, fellas. Gather around, fellas. So, I hit up Jeff this week about a few things. One was the, uh, the T-Pain situation, which I thought was pretty amazing, and I'd like to get into that more, but I think Jeff thinks that there's some new... M- New information arising from the T Pain statement. No, this is the. I understand what it is, but I was talking about both. I want to talk about T Pain next week. We I know. I'm saying I'm. I'm. Oh. In, I'm. Inter- I'm. I'm segueing in how we're going to talk about the T Pain like segment this. next week because like Jeff this. thinks there's some developing stories coming out there of is it. Developing news. So basically, we'll touch on it for one second. If you touch didn't know, T Pain. Went on an amazing rant that was not only hilarious, but also very well put together about how do something different. And maybe truthful. And very truthful, because that's the problem I have with DJing right now. And this now. is coming off Usher. I, this lot, is something I didn't know. Two weeks ago, telling telling him about five years ago that, that T-Pain ruined music, and T-Pain went into a four-year depression. From that comment? From that comment. Damn, son. We can talk. I have a lot to say on this. Yeah, no, we're gonna talk about it next time. But what what the hot topic is that I would touch, you know, I hit Jeff up about was shout my my dude, the real G, the realest G, the realest G, DJ K Slay, that came out with the 110 rappers on one song, dude. Not only did he come up with one song with 110 rappers on it, that got eight bars each. He also shot a video for this yes. one song that is 43 minutes or 45 minutes long. Yeah. And it's bananas. Yo, he's, yo, I heard him on a, a Shade 4 or 5 last night, Shade 45. Yeah. And he was talking about the amount of text messages in like work. To get 110 oh people on the same fucking page, Be- let alone name some of the shows, read some of the people that are on the shit. Mount Bleak, Papoose, AZ, Raekwon, Ghostface, Bun B, Benny the Butcher, Styles P. I mean, you gotta understand. Just so- to name seven of the 110. <laughs> so, just a little background people don't know. Case Slayers, he. He has a drama hour. He's been around from Hot Night Seven. Drama, drama. He's in the it's, building. It's the right drama now. king. It's yeah. the drama king. Case yeah, Slay. Yeah. He used to be a graffiti artist back in the nineties. Yep. Became a mixtape king. Is still the only person that has done strictly hip hop besides him and Static. Shout out Static. Shout out my guy Static. Are yep. The only people in the past thirty years that really have stuck to the genre. I've never done top forty. I've done straight hip hop. Straight boom bap. So back. In 2010, he had a song called 25 Deep, which was 25 artists on one track. Last year, he did a song called 50 Deep with 50 artists on one track. And now he has 110 Deep. I think he's going to tap out after this one, bro, because that was <laughs> can't, I'm bro, the, yeah. To not only get him in the studio, one, to get him to shoot a video is bananas. It's so crazy. You're dealing with 110 egos, 110 PR people, 110 publicists, 110. Yeah. You are dealing with so much. He said it took five months to get that record done. 
Five months. Five months. Well, actually, rest in peace, Fred the Godson is is on that record. And, oh, that's awesome. And he's no longer. I didn't get us. that yeah. far into it. I'm gonna tell you, it's like really it's, far. It's, that's <laughs> deep. In Yo, speaking of some entertaining, I almost. I was I I was a little upset this afternoon because why were you upset? Now Jason? I have to now I have to call in a favor. I want to have to call in, but I'm really excited about something coming up. What's coming up? The versus August third, the locks and dip set. Oh, where where is it live again from? It's gonna be at Madison Square Garden at the Hulu Theater. Wow. Tickets went on sale today, and I missed it. Are you going in? Dude, what, what day of the week? Is I that? think it's a, I think it's a Tuesday or something. Road trip. Road trip. Yeah, call favors. I, I, I actually have a. I, I, I actually have a good case lay story. I want to hear this case lay story, but I think this versus is going to be one of the biggest ones. Well, case lay is going to be there, of course. The drama king will be in the building. The drama king <laughs> in the building. In the locks versus Dipset, like, come on, man! Like Dipset, like. Who has more I heat? Really mean oh, it. The first of oh, the first thing I said. <laughs> first thing off the locks or dip set. One answer real quick off the top of your head. Dip Note. set all day. Dip set, dip set. <laughs> they had so many hits. So did so the locks. Many. Oh, but we the locks catalog is stupid though. We spoke about this before, I think. Well, on the, show. the individual ones are ridiculous. Not only the individual ones, then you have them through their bad boy stage. Yeah. You have them through their D block stage. Yeah. You have them through their Rough Riders stage. They wow. these dudes like went from shiny shoes, shiny <laughs> shiny suit dudes to like being in Rough Riders were like they're yeah. like the biker crew, you know what I mean? Amazing career they've had. And they're still putting out records. Jay, oh, yeah. Jay the Kiss. But then you have to go to Dipset's like, individual catalog. is pretty ridiculous. Oh, you know what I really like that doesn't get enough props? I always loved Jewels, man. I he, really His oh, first album was get so good, man. He does get enough. Cameron, I think Cameron takes all, all the heat. What? He gets, I think, no, you're wrong. Even though... Cameron hasn't put out a record in a minute. Doesn't Jim's still put out mad records. <laughs> Jim's crazy. I love Jim. Jim's dope, man. He did good. So that's exciting news. Yeah. Between the case, like hip hop's like really, I like it. Is is good. Oh, and I got in. Uh, I'm going to see uh, Erica Badu and Westside Gun in a couple of weeks. Where at Radio City Music Hall? Are you hoping she remembers you? I hope she remembers me. Then I could maybe DJ a her birthday party for sure this time. Are you gonna make a sign? I am. Jason. I'm actually in the front row. Oh, yeah. Of the oh. second tier. <laughs> <laughs> so my case lay story. Yeah, let's hear the case lay story. So I got hired about like a long time ago, maybe 15 years ago, to promote this party. Oh my god! And it was was a, it here in Boston? <laughs> it was right outside of Boston, but it was at like like um. A fun and games or like some ridiculous like like a like a roller skating rink or like yeah kind of <laughs> it was like like some personal guy was like I got this great idea for a it was like batting a, cages arcade yeah it was like yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Uh, it was Dave before Dave and Buster's so I know exactly the setting yeah. it's some guy he's tr somebody proposes this concert to him yeah and he sees these dollar signs but not knowing the logistics that go into actually it's putting exactly, the show yeah. on yeah, yeah. I, I mean this guy yeah. <laughs> i've seen it a million times so this guy proposed a deal to the, the, the guy that owned say fun and games the fun guy was, and games. yeah he's like i'll rent out this room the guy just saw money it's like yeah he so saw dollar signs like what they set up a stage everything like that and all of a sudden they're like putting round tables or chairs around it no and I'm, oh yeah it was bad so we, <laughs> so we go in there so i'm supposed so he hired me to promote it which i should have said no in the beginning he's like we got case lay coming down and everything i think you got excited about case lay the drama king will be yeah. in the building so in case case slay goes wait we're DJing at fun and games tonight he was not that happy bro who was this yo his manager definitely did not tell him the name of the, the it got, venue he got way worse so he's like, yo, take me out to a steak restaurant, right? We're on Route 1. <laughs> We're on Route 1. And if anybody's from Boston, they know, like, Hilltop Steakhouse was no longer there. I, th I think it's where you live, actually, now. Not exactly. I won't tell where Jason lives, but 
it's like I live in a high rise. It's a steakhouse that's been around for a hundred years, but it's like the old people go there at the end. You know, it's like where my parents go to. It's not like no, a fancy it's called steakhouse. the Continental. I want to go there so bad. <laughs> is that what it was called? It was no, called, it's called the Hilltop Steakhouse. Oh, it was called. Is it not there anymore? No, the big the big uh, cactus is still there. Oh, there's a. I know. Yeah. So anyway, so we go there and it's like all like he thinks we're going to a fancy like steakhouse. We go to like an old people's steakhouse. <laughs> They're smoking cigarettes at the table playing oh, Keno and yeah. shit. And he's like sitting there is like, where the fuck am I at? Yo, so he must be like, yo, he's coming straight out of like the Bronx, New York. So, he put him so, like- so he's so mad because he's playing at fun and games. He's so <laughs> mad because I didn't take him to the steakhouse. I was just along for the ride. The guy that booked him took him to the steakhouse. He's so mad about it. He's like, what's this old people's steakhouse? And then he's so mad that he, he's chirping Funkmaster Flex on this two-way knife. Oh, like, my I'm God, some the next cell. <laughs> He was so mad. He was <laughs> yelling it into his next cell out loud. Yeah, and that's my DJ Kessler story. <laughs> Yo, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. By the way, that was all improv. We're getting really good at this thing, man. Yeah. Hurley, right. Hurley's been giving us a lot of lessons. Yeah. About how to actually behave in here. Nah, I don't say we behave. But. Oh, this just in. Breaking news. From the Positive News Network. With your host, Jeff London. London, London, London. All right. We get some positive news. Positive news. This is Goodwill. In North Central Texas. I love Goodwill, by the way. You have to go there mad early. So somebody donated a bunch of Atari games. Oh, my God. I actually heard this story. Yeah, this is cool. So the guys that, I guess, price things or that take the goods in to Goodwill to price them or clean them or whatever Mm -hmm. was kind of like a... Or past the inspection, like this is could go out to the floor. It's it's kind of okay. It's not broken. Exactly. I guess the guy's father was like a big time gamer guy. So when he saw the Atari games, he was like, wow, he knew some stuff about it and found this game. They don't know who donated it, by the way. So they don't know if the guy donated, meaning that he knew how much it was worth or just donated because donated. So the game that they found is an Atari game. It was worth more than $10,000. The game's called That's insane. Air Raid. So it was discovered one of the employees who's like, you know, gave me aficionado kind of guy. Or That's a big father was. Yeah. Aficionado. So they took it and they auctioned the game off. They got 10000 for it. And so they raised the money for the game. We'll go to the Goodwill. So they were given some stats about it. So $10,000 for Goodwill will provide 20 homeless individuals like job placement services, community resources, like housing, everything. Food, that's amazing. So for one game, twenty people just lives probably changed. That's amazing. And that's a positive. Shout news out today. to the Goodwill. I like shopping at Goodwill, man. Seriously, I sometimes when I'm on the road, I'll go to like little places like that because people don't know what they have, and you find like sometimes some you can stuff. find some shit because they don't even know what they have. Now, so apparently this game wasn't the Atari ET game. It was, it's, which it was, was called Air Raid. What's how much was the Atari ET game worth? Uh, minus $10,000 because it was apparently the worst video game ever <laughs> made in the history of oh, video really? games. It's so bad they actually made a documentary about how bad this video game no, was. I gotta watch this. You have to watch it. Oh, that's and that's the positive that's news positive. with Jeff London. Oh man, another great episode. 20, we got 20 in the books. We do. 20. Um, this was fun. Jeff had some great energy today. I did have some I just energy. feed off his energy. Um, so make sure you follow us. Jeff London underscore and I uh, Jason Smith music and we are I'm the promoter he's the DJ follow us big night shop um, yo, get, get our new, merch yo yeah, for sure we got some new merch coming out in a couple maybe a month or so so check it out we're just getting underway on yeah that Jeff stuff, is so. the genius behind the merch and we come up with fun shit we and do it, it's it's cool merch yeah so, so get it yo subscribe like thank you Hurley as always shout Hurley shout Rick Ross peace. Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Pick on the pain.